0: welcome everyone back to the athlete maestro podcast the athlete development podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals i'm your host tola and this is episode 799 set high standards for yourself there's always a lesson to learn and work so hard in practice. He's widely considered to be the greatest wrestler of all time. A wrestler who won everything there was to win in the game. Today on the show, American legend Dan Gable. In a world where the word legend gets thrown around loosely, when it comes to Dan Gable. The word means everything and more. He not only dominated as an athlete, he also dominated as a coach. The records that Gable set were unprecedented. Throughout his high school career, he was undefeated, meaning he did not lose a single wrestling match while he was in high school. He also won three consecutive Iowa State High School Championships. You would think that in college, The competition would be stiffer, but Gable further set himself apart from the rest. He had an almost perfect record in college. He lost only once in college, but guess how many fights he won? A hundred and seventeen. In college, he set an all-time record for consecutive victories with 100. So he won 100 consecutive times. In the process, he won the NCAA Championship in 1968 and 1969 his only loss came to larry owings in his senior year so his final fight in the ncaa final he lost 13 11 to larry owings the story wasn't going to change when he left college he only intensified his training program to become the best ever he won the 1971 world and pan-american championships to test how good you are Ask if people from other countries are taking notice of what you're doing. So not just uh, the people in your backyard or not just your teammates or not just the people that know you, but people who have never heard anything about you, but they realize that, look, there's a guy from that country who we need to pay attention to. Going into the 1972 Olympic Games, the objective of most countries, particularly the Soviet Union, was to beat Gable great champions step up when the challenge is highest gable not only won the gold medal he did not lose a single point in the process of the 1972 olympic games he also became the first american in 12 years to win olympic gold in wrestling after retirement gable went into coaching it was you know more or less like destiny calling so to speak, and it was a similar story with his career as a wrestler. Absolute dominance. Gable was head coach of University of Iowa from 1977 to 1997. 20 years, he was coach of that team. In that time, his team won 15 NCAA titles and 21 Big Ten championships. Gable was inducted into the U.S. Wrestling Hall of Fame in 1980, and the US Olympic Hall of Fame in 1985. He is only the third wrestler to be inducted into the United World Wrestling Hall of Fame in the Legends category. Like just imagine that in the Legends category. Only three people. And of course, Gable is one of them. In 2020, Gable was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by President Donald Trump. Today he's your mentor, guys, and there are three lessons that I want you to learn. From Dan Gable. How did I stumble? So I read an article where someone said, if you're a wrestler, you definitely should know who Dan Gable is. If you're not a wrestler, I can excuse you for not knowing who Dan Gable is. Now, how I got to know about Dan Gable was when I was looking for quotes to share on a Friday episodes of the podcast. You know, and of course, I like you know something that you really learn from, something that's inspirational, something that would teach you a lesson. And I came across that quote from Dan Gable which, of course, I I shared a few weeks ago, where he literally, like, ah, the guy is so smart, like he literally broke things down from the perspective of, you know, when you see somebody who is fit, so somebody that has that fitness, and then when you see another person who it is not necessarily from the fitness perspective that they are doing all the amazing things that they are doing. So go back into the podcast, guys. You know, you see that episode, Friday episode, two weeks ago, where I shared that quote from dan gable of course very inspiring and it shows you the kind of stuff that he is made of so i shared that quote and then i I now went in and looked at the guy and i was like wow this is impressive 117 wins and one loss in college entirely this guy must be something of course on that episode i said we're going to look at him on the podcast and here we are first lesson guys that i want you to learn from dan gable is set high standards for yourself set high standards for yourself on this point dan gable says i'm a big believer in starting with high standards and raising them we make progress only when we push ourselves to the highest level if we don't progress we backslide into bad habits laziness and poor attitude i'll take that again like super cool like he says i'm a big believer in starting with high standards and raising them. We make progress only when we push ourselves to the highest level. If we don't progress, we backslide into bad habits, laziness, and poor attitude. You see, this is one of the problems that a lot of athletes have. You do not set high standards for yourself. You do not set high standards for yourself. And of course, there's that famous quote, you know, that we are not kept from our goals by obstacles. We are kept from our goals by a clear path to lesser goals. i have forgotten the person who said it now, but i shared it before on the podcast. We are not kept from our goals by obstacles. We are kept from our goals by a clear path to lesser goals. And this is what a lot of athletes do. You know, you set such low goals that it's so easy for you to meet it. It's so easy for you to achieve it. And of course, what then happens is that the minute you achieve it, you are comfortable and you do not raise the standards anymore. You don't expect more of yourself. You don't expect to do better. You don't expect to perform better in any situation. You are okay with what you have achieved. But you see, when you want to become a legend, and look, it's okay if you don't want to become a legend, you see, but for those who you want to be a legend, you want to succeed, you want to enjoy all these successes but you are not ready to put in the required work i'm okay with the athlete who is fine with wasting their time right wishful thinking where yes you don't want to achieve so much because you don't want to put in the work and then you're just going to be there flailing around spending your money on training and wasting your energy and resources that's fine but you see for the athlete who wants to achieve something you don't necessarily want you don't necessarily have to aspire to become a legend but maybe you want to win a gold medal Maybe you want to succeed at the highest level. Maybe you want to win the world championship. Maybe you want to be the best you can ever be. You see, you have to start with setting high standards. You have to start with setting high standards. And how exactly did Dan Gable himself do this? He said, look, the obvious goals were there. State champion, NCAA champion, Olympic champion. I get there. I had to set an everyday goal. To get there, I had to set an everyday goal, which was to push myself to exhaustion, right? So, he set the standard right from the beginning that, look, state champion, he achieved it, right? NCAA champion, achieved it twice. Olympic champion, he also achieved it without losing a single point. Question for you guys, how high? is your standard the standard you have set for yourself how high is it how high is it how are you willing to push to get there to achieve it because you see like he said when you get to the point right where you then reduce or you're not even started on any level you see if you don't progress it's very easy to backslide into bad habits laziness and poor attitudes how many of you guys right who maybe you set your you set your goal so low, you know, you just want to qualify for this tournament or you just want to do this little thing. You didn't achieve it. And of course, the world came crashing down, right? You didn't have that zeal to train anymore. The the habits that you had built, that had prepared you for what you were doing, you were no longer doing them, right? So you fell into bad habits. Now you are now lazy. You see, athletes that set high standards for themselves, they know that there's something that they're pushing for. This episode now, this is episode 799. So, on Wednesday is episode 800 of the podcast. I set high standards for myself. Three episodes every single week. Yes, I might not necessarily have the time nowadays to focus fully on the podcast, Athlete Master and all of that. But guess what? Because of the standard I have set, I show up every single time. Don't forget this quote, guys, by Dan Gable. I'm a big believer in starting with high standards. And raising them. So it's not enough to just start. You have to raise them as well. We make progress only when we push ourselves to the highest level. If we don't progress, we backslide into bad habits, laziness, and poor attitude. That's the first lesson, guys, I want you to learn from Dan Gable. Set high standards for yourself. Number two lesson, guys, is that there's always a lesson to learn. There's always a lesson to learn. You know, I see athletes, right, who something happens and you know you feel like there's nothing to learn from me in this like what exactly how exactly am i you know supposed to process anything you know so when you when you tell athletes review your performance you know find out how things went you know to be sure that next time around you don't make the same mistakes you know things go according to plan so to speak right they always believe that there's nothing to learn and i understand that if you have not achieved anything maybe you might feel that way Now, imagine that you have achieved all the things that Dan Gable has achieved in his career, right? High school went undefeated. College, 117 wins, one loss, two NCAA titles. Olympic champion without losing a single point to all the rounds. He didn't lose a single point, but guess what? That one loss he suffered in college was a catalyst for him learning to improve. I know you're shocked and you're like, How exactly is it that a guy, right, who literally, what's the word that we'll call it now? How how do we interpret this? A guy who was literally flawless, saying that one lesson, one loss rather, taught him a lesson that further helped him to be the greatest. You see, that loss he suffered to Larry Owings, right? Gable himself, he says, I learned two lessons from that. Two lessons. This is a guy who... He had a hundred consecutive wins in that same college. At that point in 1970, so that NCAA final, he was already a two-time NCAA champion, right? And he says he learned two lessons from that. The first lesson was that his coach didn't protect him. How didn't his coach protect him? Because he didn't teach him how to stay focused and how to ignore distractions and circus atmosphere of a major sports event you know when i read that i put my hand on my head and i was like what are you kidding me right this is a guy who certainly he had already been attracting attention at that point like you had won 117 victories by then in high school he won what maybe 80 something and he was undefeated he loses in the final of the 1970 ncaa tournament right and he says I learned that my coach did not prepare me. He did not teach me. He didn't let me know how to stay focused, how to ignore distractions, and this circus atmosphere of a major event. Guys, there's always a lesson to learn. In victory, there's a lesson to learn. In defeat, there's a lesson to learn. In sports, generally, there's always a lesson to learn. The question is, are you prepared to be calm enough to figure out what that lesson is the second lesson he learned from that loss guys which i think is key he said he learned another critical skill from that loss which was do not get so focused on countering your opponent that you lose sight of your own moves so you know wrestling is combat right and of course you're as much as you are trying to implement your tactics you're trying to prevent your opponent from implementing his own tactics this guy up until this point had over a hundred victories. He was undefeated, right? And he still said, he said, I learned how not to get so focused on countering my opponents, right? That I lose sight of my own moves. I learned that from that defeat. And of course, went to the Olympic Games, dominated. Pan-African Games, dominated. World Championship, dominated. Became a coach, imparted those lessons, into his athletes the lessons that he learned from that loss so it's easy to say oh dan gable should have just pushed it aside like you know it's 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 inconsequential like you know one loss all your career you know i mean you could just push it aside not focus on it not even pay it any attention no but this guy took the lessons that he wanted to learn from that defeat he took the lessons that he wanted to learn from that if his second lesson guys from dan gable there's always a lesson to learn. There's always a lesson to learn, guys. And the final lesson is work so hard in practice. Work so hard in practice. So I shared this example a few weeks ago on the podcast when I said, obviously, my da- my daughter started playing tennis and, you know, she's getting really good at it. She's enjoying it, ensuring that at all points in time, she's having fun and decisions are made by her. Yes, I influence, but I ensure that the decision comes from her. So I was asking a coach one of these days and I said, in tennis why is it that fedra nadal Djokovic, even in their 30s fedra of course is 40 now why is it that they're still dominating serena williams 38 39 why is it that she's still dominating and you know what he said he said the difference was practice you see these guys practice the way that they, they practice twice as hard as they would ever play in a tournament so what that tells you or what that means is by the time they get to the tournament, they are they are, they are in such good shape that it's easier to implement their tactics and do all they want. Is it that they don't lose? No, that's not the point. But the point is that they're better prepared. You see, when you come to Dan Gable, Dan Gable was the master when it came to that practice angle and that practice element. What he said, he said, you know, his intention for every training session was to work so hard in practice that someone would have to carry him off the mat. Like, oh my word. Look at that guy. He said his intention was to work so hard in practice that somebody would have to carry him off the mat. And you know, one of the things that he says, he said is one of his major disappointments. You're going to laugh when you hear this. One of his major disappointments in his entire career was that he never passed out at the end of any training session or while training. So his intention was to train so hard that he would pass out, like literally pass out. Because he wasn't able to achieve that, right? Guess what? Guy was upset. He said, that's one of my major disappointments. Guys, this just shows you how next level this thing can get to. It just shows you how much there is. You see everything, guys, it happens in practice. That that's your that's your Colosseum. That's your where you prepare. That's where you put your ingredients together. You have to work so hard in practice. What I see with a lot of athletes is that practice is where you have fun. Practice is where you play. Practice is where you joke around. Practice is where you, you know, just flimsy up and down. And you just, you know, nothing so serious and and, and all of that. You see, practice, guys, that is the real deal. The main tournament is not the real deal. That's when you just go to close the show. Practice is actually where it happens. So the question that you're asking yourself this week is, am I working hard in practice? If you're working hard in practice, are you working so hard in practice? If you're working hard, the next level is, are you working so hard? Imagine a guy. Like Dan Gable being disappointed that he never passed out in training. That's to show you how intense he worked in training. That's to show you how much he pushed. Why? Because he set high standards for himself. Three lessons, guys. From Dan Gable, set high standards for yourself. There's always a lesson to learn and work so hard in practice. Work so hard in practice. Athlete Marshall, guys, episode 799. Head over to the website. Check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there. All of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as coming up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. Athletemaestro.com. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you haven't left us a rating and review, what are you waiting for? What your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast know that it's a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports. Athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe. And of course, when you leave that rating and review, other athletes find the podcast. And of course they know that this is good for them going forward. If you have any questions whatsoever, send me a mail. Tola at Tola at I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember knowing It's not enough you must apply. Willing is not enough you must do. I want you to go out there, learn all the lessons you can from the great Dan Gable. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.